What's up, everybody? Hope you guys are well. Here we are breaking through James Levesque. I want to thank you for tuning in, as I've always done, and making us a part of your day. I'm going to call this one Be a Voice. Be a Voice. If there's anything we've seen in the last, I don't know, five to ten years, it is a rapid decline in authenticity. A rapid decline in being who you are. Because there's a fine line in life between who God has made you to be and who people want you to be. And if you're not careful, you're going to fall into the traps of others. We live in a world of doctoring up, right? We live in a Photoshop world. Pictures aren't the same. Filters are plenty. Um, everybody wants somebody else's life. You know, years ago, uh, I know many ministers, many, many, just heroes of the faith, fathers of the faith. They grew up in an era where, you know, you just didn't publicize everything. If you had a rare opportunity to go on a private jet or somebody blessed you with an oceanfront hotel for a week because, you know, you've impacted them as a man of God, you know, you didn't, you just didn't show everybody. It was probably on their end, it was a little bit of like, you know, I just don't want to deal with what comes from it, you know, but there was, there was an air about humility there, right? You just, you just knew that there were things that were not for everybody between you and God. Um, I think about Revelation that way, right? Everything we hear is not meant to just be in front of everybody. Like some of the greatest, I was with somebody recently and they said, man, just tell me about these experiences where you've went to heaven. Man, that's an awkward conversation because some of the most powerful encounters I've ever had in my life, I've not done on television. I've actually, it changed my life forever. I have encountered angels. I've had visitations in heaven. But it wasn't something that I would come down and just try to put on Facebook. But today it's different. Today in my generation, it's how can I constantly prove to you my life is not, you know, better or you know, how, how much can I flaunt of what I have or what I do or where I go or what I'm, you know, what I'm doing. And it's completely opposite of, you know, a prior generation. Part of it is the Internet, right? We love it. It's quick access. We connect. I think it's a gift from God. The other side of it, if you're not careful, your view of earth, your view of God will be shaped by the Internet. That's a dangerous thing. And when we think about having a voice, we think about having a voice. One thing that I realized early on in my life that I needed to do was learn to hear from God. Because I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be lots of confusion. When I had prophetic men and women and fathers and mothers in my life tell me, you better learn how to discern. If there's anything you can get, hear the voice of the Lord. Right. Paul said, uh, above all things, man, eagerly desire the gift of prophecy. Man, there's something about hearing from God that changes things. I see so many people wrestling to figure out what God's saying or to know his will. And it's like, nah, 
I knew early on if I could learn how to hear his voice, it would guide me in life, and it really has. I'm, I'm, I'm far less apprehensive. When I hear God saying something, it's like, no, nah, it's time. You know what I mean? And I don't need to do it in front of it with you know a whole room full of people agreeing with me. That's not how breakthrough works. But today it's hard. It's hard to hear God because we want confirmations on Facebook videos. It's hard to hear God because to shut out the, the you know, to really hear God's voice, we need to turn down the volume of the world. And that's so difficult for people. And a byproduct has been a lack of real prophetic ministry, a lack of real hearing from God and responding because people are doing what seems popular, what seems to be exciting, but it's not authentic and it's not real. God wants you to be a voice in this world for him and not an echo. There is a way that you see life that is different from me and everybody else, and we need that view. But I, we can't get the view that God has given you because you're trying to see through somebody else's view. I hope that made sense. You know, I remember one time I was in Toronto uh, preaching massive conference. There's like 15,000 people. And I was like, I, I'm never nervous speaking. And I probably wouldn't be tonight if it happened. But then I was. I was in my 20s. And, you know, Bill Johnson, Heidi Baker, John and Carol are not all these heroes of the faith. I mean, they've led movements on earth are in front of me. It's on God TV. There's 15,000 people there. And I was a little nervous. At least, you know, I'm thinking, what can I tell these people that haven't heard? You know, you just get all these crazy thoughts. But I remember having lunch the next day. And Bill Johnson said something to me that was like life changing. He said that I need to learn how... God has wired me to view the world. I don't need to see it through somebody else's lens. God gave me a unique ability to see life a certain way. And if I would hone that, if I would spend more time on that, if I would like move in that area, then I would really be effective on the voice that God wants to give me, um, not just an echo of everybody else. And that's hard to do today. Because at that time, I didn't have 100 churches live streams in front of me. At that time, I didn't have, you know, a million voices. And I realized that there would be breakthrough that in the midst of a thousand voices, we choose one. It's important how you're hearing, right? And when I say, see, the other downside of the of what's happening today is there there is a far less value on like fathering and mentoring. I have to be honest with you, it, it, and I don't really like saying these things much. There's not a week that goes by that somebody's not calling me apologizing for the past. Not a week. I mean, it happened two days ago, and I was like, I had to remember the situation. I promise you, I wish I could play these conversations for, for people around me. There's, you know, Pastor James, I'm so sorry, you know, we left the church, I didn't honor you properly, and my life fell apart. Or, you know, I've, I was just trying to just to prove to you, the Lord showed me, instead of coming to you as a father. I, you know, I, I realized looking back, you know, this and that. And it's like, the goal of this is not for me to think I'm right, because truthfully, we're all wrong. It breaks my heart when things don't work out the way they should, they could have or should have. But can I tell you a huge value in, in defining that voice is 
connecting to healthy leaders around you. There is this stigma on a generation of all ages to just kind of figure it out. The older generation, like they, they'll just get sick in their body and not tell anybody. It's so bizarre. And the younger generation almost wants to like push through life without trying to get wisdom. That's ridiculous. One of the values of my life is constantly getting wisdom. I've not been places that mentors around me have been. Why wouldn't I get a different perspective? I dealt with something recently, man. It was like a I, I, I joke, but say above my pay grade. Then I, I'm, I'm going to people that I know, that I trust, that God has put in my life. All of this is designed to help you be your voice. I want to think kingdom wise, right? Which we're not that you learn to do these things. And when I when I talk to people around me and mentors in my life and fathers and pastors and spiritual people, it's like I get the kingdom mindset. And then I can and then hearing God's voice, spending time with the Lord, you begin to build the voice that you're called to be. The reality today is, friends, the tragedy of the hour is there's so many echoes and not enough voices. You saw it with the botched presidential election garbage. You see it in prophetic ministry. You see it in all the f people following everything on the earth. And it's like, who's following God? Who's going who's gonna to follow God? Because you can admire Jesus and not follow him. You can be so consumed with things about God that you don't know him. And on the other side of the lights of the internet, guys, I know Instagram famous people. I'm talking about like tens of millions of followers. They don't have a job. They literally don't have 500 bucks. I know... I mean, it's just it's just a, a scary world up. But they could do be, they can put the best picture up. They can get to, you know eighty thousand likes. It doesn't that doesn't like reconcile. And so today, I want to tell you, it's time to be a voice, not an echo. And to be that voice, you got to turn down the volume of the world, and you've got to really, really learn how to hear the voice of God. That's it today. Love sharing my thoughts with you. We love you. We'll see you again in a few days. Thank you for rocking with Breaking Through. Come on, let's just take this whole next weekend and begin to hear God's voice. Love you all.